time for everything, a time and a season. Uh, I don't know about you, but I am ready and glad that the time of 2019 is over. Anybody else? Right? Like, I, I, I'm, I'm ready to be done with that year uh, and, and excited to be beginning a new year. Uh, there were things for me about 2019 that made it hard. Um, you know, there, were, there was uh, some grieving that went on in my life, and that's always a difficult thing. Um, there were some relationships that needed repair. There's a time for everything. Even replacing batteries. Right? It's amazing how these things work out. Uh, and, and I love that that's what the author of Ecclesiastes talks about, that there is a time for everything, that even these things that we might not like to do, and, and I know that some of you dealt with illnesses in your families and illnesses for yourselves. I know that some of you dealt with employment and struggles around employment, None of that's easy. And yet, God says, there's a time for that, and we're called to live and be in that time. To do the thing that God has put in front of us at that time, knowing that it's for a season. Knowing that there will come a time when we will move on to something else entirely. Now, Tomorrow is the holiday of Epiphany. Epiphany is 13 days after Christmas. This is the 12th day of Christmas today. Um, what's 12 days of Christmas? What's, what's the last one in the song? Someone's got to know that. Drummers drumming. Today is 12 drummers drumming. There you go. So it's the 12th day of Christmas, the last day of Christmas. Tomorrow is Epiphany. Uh, Epiphany is the day when we celebrate the wise men. And we didn't actually read the story, but the wise men who came from the east. And uh, you might know this story. We heard it last week uh, here at Spirit of Joy, right? And we sing that song all the time. What's that called? Right, we three kings of Orient are, except for they weren't kings, and there probably weren't three of them, and they weren't from the Orient. Other than that, it's a great song. <laughs> they were probably Persian. They were probably priests or other sorts of nobles. The word for them is magi, from which we get magician and magic, right? Uh, so they were probably priests of some sort, maybe astrologers, astronomers. They were star watchers. Um, if they were wealthy enough to be called magi, they probably didn't travel by themselves. Even if there were three of them, there were probably 30. If there were three wise men, they would have traveled with their wives, plural, and their servants, and the people who were taking care of the animals, and the livestock that they brought with them because you have to eat as you're moving through the desert, right? So this probably would have been a huge group of people following this star. Persian, if you don't know, we're, when we talk about Persians, we're talking about that, that area now that is largely known as Iran. Uh, so they probably came from there. If you can imagine the journey from Iran to the Mediterranean, uh, it was no short trip that they took. Uh, and if the star rose on the night that Jesus was born and they started following it and they're traveling by camel and foot from Iran to Bethlehem, they might not have gotten there on Christmas Eve. They probably actually didn't get there for a year or 18 months or two years. 
right? Uh, so they get there by following this star. And they follow the star wherever it takes them. So what I love about that song is they follow the star wherever it went. And when we talk about seasons of life, when we talk about the struggles that we all go to, whether it's in 2019 or, I hate to tell you, but it's going to happen in 2022. 2020 is going to have its road bumps also. No matter what it is that we encounter, we're called to keep our eyes on what's most important, on where we're going. And, you know, frankly, I think it's not a question that we ask ourselves very often. Where are you going? What are you accomplishing in 2020? Anybody know what they're going to accomplish in 2020? Anybody? I got one. All right, Melissa. What are you going to do in 20? What are you going to accomplish? You're going to lose more weight. All right. Train a puppy. Win a soccer game. All right. Anybody else? Get a puppy. All right. Mom, I want a puppy. Good luck with that. (laughs) But, you know, we don't often ask ourselves where it is we're going. We get up and we do what we have to do that day. We get up and we get ourselves ready and we get our teeth brushed and we fix our beautiful hair. And we get in the car and we go to school or we go to work. We do the task that's in front of us that day at school or at work. Then we go home and we fix dinner. We eat dinner, we maybe entertain ourselves with TV or reading for a little while, we go to bed, we wake up and we do it all again. All without any thought to what we are accomplishing that day beyond I'm doing what I have to do. Beyond I'm doing the next thing that someone else has put in front of me. And this, today, Epiphany, I think is the perfect day to think about what stars it is that we are following. Where it is that we're heading, not just with the thing that's right in front of us that we have to do for today, but what it is we're trying to grow and develop in our lives. And we come back to again and again and again in this congregation, this list from the book of Galatians. It's Galatians 5, nine things, the fruit of the Spirit. Love and joy, peace and patience, kindness generosity, faithfulness, gentleness, and self-control. And what Paul says is, if you are following Jesus, this is what your life ought to look like. When someone describes you, they ought to come up with one of these words, at least. When you're thinking about what you want to do today or tomorrow, it's one of these words. These are the guide stars for Christian living. These are the things that we are called to put in front of us again and again and again every day. So I invite you to look at that list. And you might have some on that list that come easily to you. You might have some that you struggle with. So 
I love joy. I talk about joy a lot. Joy actually comes fairly easy to me in my life. Uh, And so joy for me is not one that I need to look at very much, uh, but I wrote on my star patience. I wrote on my star patience because out of all those nine things, it's the one that I struggle with the most. And so I'm going to take this and I'm going to put it either on the mirror in my, my bathroom so I see it every day when I wake up or every night when I go to bed. Or I'm going to put it on my steering wheel. I can't decide which. Because I spend more time there than anywhere else. And I need patience there. <laughs> more than just about anywhere else. But I invite you to look at that list and think about what's the one that you need most in 2020. What's the one that you struggle with? Love and joy, peace and patience, kindness, generosity, faithfulness, gentleness, and self-control. And I'd invite you either now or later, you should have a star, thanks to my helpers, to write down that fruit of the Spirit that you need most this year there. So that then whatever else you are doing, whether it's taking the kids to school, going to work, mowing the lawn, being stuck in traffic on 45, you're thinking about that star. Not about the journey itself, but about what you're going toward. Am I living this day with patience, kindness, faithfulness, love, and joy? This is uh, technology. Thank you. This is one of my favorite pictures. And uh, this is a time-lapse picture of the night sky. And notice what happens. See the dot in the middle? The one that's not moving? Nina? It's the North Star. It's the North Star. No matter what else is moving around it, the North Star stays where it's at. As the rest of the night sky swirls. And I love these pictures. You can search for a time lapse of the North Star, and, and there are all sorts of them. Uh, Because it's fantastic to see, no matter how else things swirl around them, that North Star stays put. That's what the fruit of the Spirit are called to be for us. Life is not going to stand still. No matter how happy you are that 2019 is over and done and 2020 has begun, life is not going to stand still. Things are going to continue to happen all around us. People will still get sick. Work will still be work. Family will still be family. Politicians will still be politicians. There will still be fires in Australia and wars in the Middle East. But around all those swirling things, we are called to sit still with love, and joy, and peace, 
and patience and kindness and generosity and faithfulness and gentleness and self-control so that as the world spins, we become this city on a hill, light to the world, shining forth these things that God has called us to be. That's what it means for us to follow the star. That's what it means for us to be people who live the way Jesus has called us to live. And if we're going to transform 2020 so that it looks different than 2019, it's going to be with these. Happy New Year.